Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 240. Here in Indiana, it is cold. It is, well, okay, I take that back. Today's actually kind of warm, but for the most part in general here in February, it's been cold. And honestly, it's hard for me to have a morning routine or sometimes just honestly routine in general right now. I don't know about you, but it's easy for me to get in my head to push self-care to the wayside, you know, which often for me at least leaves me in just this negative self-talk loop. Today, we're going to revisit self-care, but more importantly, self-compassion and this mantra that I have adopted lately of good enough. I'm also going to share with you what's currently working for me with some of my routines and maybe they'll inspire you as well. I also want to talk to you about a fun, trendy little product I've been incorporating in the mornings. It's called Magic Mind. I know, funny name, love it. They are actually today's sponsor, which is awesome for all of us, especially if you want to try it, but I'll talk more about that later in the show. You already know that I am very picky with products and brands, specifically ones that I recommend, so just know that. As always, links to everything we talk about today will be listed in the show notes. You just swipe right up. It's all right there. You will also find a link to join our free community where we keep the conversation going. And I think I said this last week, but I think I'm going to start doing a monthly live Q&A. So if that's something that you might be interested in, join the group, DM me on Insta, let me know what you think. All right, self-care. Let's do it. On to the show. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. At the time of this recording, it is the end of February, which means March and spring is right around the corner. And I know I shouldn't be complaining about weather because I'm basically moving to Florida next month. I know. Let's take a deep breath with me. There is so much more to to that that is like a loaded statement, but I promise I'm going to share more in an upcoming episode because I refuse to go down that rabbit hole today, mainly because I know you're going to have lots of questions that I don't quite have the answers for. There's just a million things that I need to process in my head as well before I share with you. But in a few weeks, I promise I will have more juice for you and I will share here to my my podcast listeners, to you first. You have my word. But whether it's the weather or schedule or sickness or a life transition, there's always something that seems to come up and throw us off our game because the reality is that's life. I personally have caught myself getting too caught up in social media and comparing specifically my morning routine. I don't know why I'm so hung up on it, but specifically comparing that routine to others and just like overall self-care. One day, it feels like you're doing too much, you know, being too easy on myself. You know, the next it's like, wait, hold on, you're not doing enough. 
what do you mean you don't meditate, pray and journal and work out and make a three course balanced breakfast smoothie, like all these things, right? And you call yourself an entrepreneur. I have found myself lately just really getting caught up in that mindset. And I've done a lot of episodes on self-care. So definitely check those out because today I want to really focus on the topic of self-compassion, right? We've, we've identified on this podcast specifically, what is self-care? What does it look like? And so I want to talk about how that topic of self-compassion really weaves in and almost has to be a part of the self-care journey. Self-compassion is a vital tool to really help foster a kind and understanding attitude towards yourself. It's about pressing pause to have this different perspective of yourself. I see this a lot with clients who have very little self-compassion starting out, meaning they're just really mean to themselves. They have this like mean girl voice that is just, you know, it's a bully. It is rude. It is nasty. It is disrespectful. You know, as they explain some of the things that they say about themselves or some of the things they are on repeat about their bodies or the way they eat, like there's shame in even admitting it and saying those things out loud. Sometimes it's body shaming, sometimes it's comparing, food policing, or just negative overall. That is not self-care. That is not self-compassion. So one way to access self-compassion is to ask yourself, what would you say to your bestie? What would you say to a family member in this particular situation? There's a simple framework developed by self-compassion expert, Kristen Neff, Dr. Kristen Neff, which can help you to cultivate self-compassion. The first step that she talks about is she calls it ouch. So acknowledging the moment of suffering, no matter how small. That word suffering sounds dramatic, but like think about your thoughts, right? In the moment, they feel really dramatic. For me, that morning routine feels like it's taking up a lot of brain space. So this can include your self-talk, your behaviors, your emotions, or even situations that cause pain or that are causing you that discomfort or just nagging at you. Honestly, you can start with the smallest inconveniences like having to return your cart in the cold at the grocery store, or it can be as deep as you know, a hatred for your cellulite or this disgust if you catch how your body looks in the mirror. The next step is to affirm that suffering, it's a part of life. You are not alone in your suffering, whether it's taking the grocery cart to where it should be, right? And be a good human, or you've identified that you don't like your body, recognize that you're not alone in probably either of those things. It's normal to struggle. It's human to struggle. And I don't know what faith you are, what you believe in, but for me, this is one thing I'm very proud of myself, that I have been sticking to my habit of doing some sort of devotional, some sort of reflection or prayer. Having this connection to my faith has been very helpful in understanding, but also accepting suffering, that, that idea of suffering on many levels. I use the Bible, it's literally called Bible, Bible app. And there's a feature where you can invite friends to do a, like a plan with you. And I'm doing it with my friend and mentor, Barb. She, you get to hear her. She'll be on an upcoming episode. I'm really excited. She's just, you talk to her and you just, she makes you feel a certain type of way just by her voice. So stay tuned for that. But 
it's fun because you get to see like, oh, so-and-so checked in today and there's a space to comment and share your thoughts. And I don't know, it's one of those things in my routine that's working for me right now. I used to listen to a podcast that was Bible in a year and it wasn't working. It felt overwhelming. It felt like I was listening, but I was tuning out. And so this app allows me to either read it or to listen it or to read while I listen. And it's it's more bite-sized. So it feels manageable. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that has been allowing it to stick for me lately. It's helping me to take a moment for that part of my life that I've identified as important in my life. And so I really enjoy it. Okay. Where was I? So we acknowledge the suffering. We affirm the suffering. And then the third step that Dr. Neff says is to say something kind to yourself. This can include statements with, may I be kind to myself? May I be patient with myself? May I accept myself? May I forgive myself? May I let go of my mistakes? And if this is really hard for you to think of those things or to know what to say to yourself, I challenge you to go back to that question of what would I say to somebody else? What would I say to my friend, to somebody I really truly deeply care for? Because if you can think of something to say to that person in response to that negative feeling that you're feeling, that tells me that you're capable of self-compassion or you're capable of compassion. It just, it's going to take a little practice in order to have that same compassion for yourself. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I like to think that self-compassion and self-care really go together. Self-care, it's the act. It's the activity that keeps us calm, that keeps us present, happy, or neutral, right? To then have self-compassion. Because think about it. You know, self-compassion isn't just how we talk to ourselves. It's how we treat ourselves. And this is not easy to do. It's not easy to treat ourselves kindly or neutrally. If you're used to punishing yourself for this, you know, perceived bad behavior, such as putting croutons on your salad or skipping a workout. So if right now you're listening and the idea of self-compassion just seems overwhelming, you might start with just some simple, easy, little baby acts of self-care. What is one easy self-care activity that you can engage in today? Like as you're listening to this podcast or Pencil it into your little planner. What's something that you can do today that's just going to leave you feeling a little more restored? I would argue that listening to this podcast is probably, that's an act of self-care, but maybe you can, you know, take a 15 minute time out to close your eyes, right? Doesn't have to be a full blown nap because I don't know about you. For me, if I lay down, it, it turns into like, well, I have to nap for two hours or it's not worth it. But research shows that if we can just calm like a, <laughs> come into a state of calmness. Maybe it's five minute, a five minute timeout to close your eyes. Maybe you can ask your partner or your roommate or your mom to make dinner or to pick up dinner. Maybe you can get to bed a little bit earlier tonight. Not a lot, maybe just a little, right? Maybe that's where you have to start. Maybe it's ending work on time rather than working later. Maybe you choose a bath rather than a shower for a little more relaxing downtime. Maybe you watch a sunset, maybe you watch a sunrise right? There's so many little things. So I want you to maybe press pause and just pick one. At the beginning of today's show, I mentioned Magic Mind, which is a super fun new product I've been testing and really I'm quite enjoying it over the past few weeks. 
do you ever get in this rut of, you know, just going to get a second cup of coffee or a third cup of coffee, but you realize it's just out of habit, especially if you work from home. You know that I I am constantly, if you follow me on Instagram, especially, and I talk about it here, but I am constantly trying to keep my caffeine intake in check, not because I have to, you know, I can do whatever I want. You can do whatever you want. But for me, it's because I know nine times out of 10, it's just a habit that I've fallen into. So I've been researching and experimenting different fun drinks that are also contributing to my health. I can only drink so many seltzers and I'm not a big juice drinker. So anyways, I discovered this Magic Mind. It's it's like a little shot, like think of like a mini little shooter type container, I guess you could say. And it is considered the world's first productivity drink, which I'm like, amen, all about that. I like that it has ashwagandha, which is an evergreen shrub that contains chemicals that actually can help to calm the brain, improve the immune system. And there's some research that says that it can also help reduce stress. But that's like, I love the health benefits, but there also is there's this natural low dose caffeine in it that comes from green tea, which has been shown to have many health benefits. And have you heard of people, please tell me you heard about this because I'm about to sound crazy if you haven't heard of it, but you are listening here. So I have a feeling that you've heard of it, but have you heard about people drinking mushrooms? Like, I don't know. It's a thing now, but yes, this product also has lion's mane mushroom. And so I finally was like, okay, I'm giving in. What is it about the mushrooms? I need to, I need to understand this. And so I finally looked it up and there's actually some really interesting research how it can actually help with Alzheimer's disease, specifically for the ability to improve your nerve growth factors. And as you may or may not know, I watched my grandmother pass from Alzheimer's. It's a horrible disease and honestly a big motivator for me when it comes to my health, when it comes to movement, when it comes to nutrition, like that is always in the forefront of my brain of What can I do to prevent that? Because I already know that I'm at a higher risk for developing it. So anyways, it's a pretty cool product. It's super cute packaging. If you want to check it out, we'll put the link in the show notes, magicmind.co slash happy. And if you use code happy 20 to get a limited 20% off your first order, I've been having, here's another like little routine that's been working for now. Again, giving yourself permission, having that compassion, that your routines can adjust, right? And that's okay. And being flexible in that is another part of the intuitive eating non-diet process is having that flexibility in your thinking and how you take care of yourself. So I've been having my morning coffee and then I will either take it like a little shot while I drink my coffee. It's green. It's fun. I don't know. I'm weird like that. Or I'll make it into like an iced oat milk latte. So It kind of feels like I'm having a second coffee, but I'm not. So I'll like pour it over ice and then pour my milk of the week over it. It's fancy. It's fun. It contributes to kind of my creative focused vibes. So I don't know. I love it. Check it out. I think you will too. They also have a money back guarantee. So if you hate it, that's fine too. They'll refund you. Okay. Before we wrap up today's episode, and I hope you're enjoying this, like sometimes I don't really like to talk in bullets. I kind of just want to welcome you into my brain. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. As you can tell, I've had a lot on my mind lately, but just know it is, it's a little hot mess express in here some days because hello, I am human just like you. 
I want to talk about this concept, this mantra, whatever you want to call it, of it's good enough. I really struggle with this. And I imagine if you too come from a dieting background, you probably also struggle with black or white thinking. You get stuck in the, I coulda, I shoulda, I woulda, right? And really holding on to this perfectionism. The reality is there's always going to be more to do. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do, what your status is, you know, what your line of work is. I think whether you are a business owner, whether you work a standard nine to five that you clock in, that you clock out, that you, whether you're a stay at home mom, like, I don't think it matters. I think there's always going to be more to do. There's always going to be more that we could achieve more, 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 whether we're talking about self-care or work or personal life. And it's so easy to get stuck in looking at all the things we should do and we could do and we would do. So I have really been wrapping my head around this idea or, you know, honestly, the best thing I think that you can do for your mental health sometimes is to settle on this. It's good enough. It's good enough. It takes the pressure off. It closes it. It goes, you know what? It's not perfect, but it's done. It's not perfect, but I did the best I could. You know, did anyone die? I hope not. If not, then it's good enough and that's okay. And I don't know. I think especially when the weather or you're going through a transition or just you've got a lot on your plate, we have to accept that things, you're juggling a lot of balls and some of those balls, I don't remember where I heard this, but some of the ball, you're juggling a lot of things, right? And so some of those balls, you're going to drop some inevitably. And it's a matter of identifying what are the glass balls that like will shatter. It will be catastrophic if they drop and what just whatever. You let them go. You lose them. You didn't care about them anyways. It's not that big of a deal. It's probably most of a deal, big deal to you than anybody else. Like you are making it, we're creating this bigger deal in our head. So I don't know. I don't know who needs to hear that today, but maybe there's something in your life right now that you can take off your plate that you can just simply say it's good enough. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm going to work on being kinder to myself. I'm going to work on being nicer to myself, having more self-compassion and creating that space to then take care of me, right? Because if we don't take care of ourselves, we have nothing left to give, right? (sighs) take a deep breath with me. Let's just like let it go. Whatever you're holding on from the days behind you, they're behind you. Let's, Let's click reset, head into the new week. Thank you so much for your time, for your focus, for showing up today. As always, you can find all the links to all the things in the show notes. We will post uh, the link to join our private community. We'll post the link to that magic mind if you want to check it out and let us know what you think. Send us a review, send me a DM. Trust me, I am accessible in so many ways and nothing warms my heart more than hearing how this show impacts you. Any light bulb moments that you have or just, I don't know, maybe you got a secret, you just need to get off your chest. I can be that person. I've been told that I'm very good at keeping secrets. So have an awesome week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. 
You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.